In the name of a triune God of love. Amen. Amen. I'm going to have to start off today up here by just letting you know that this week, Jesus and I got in a pretty big fight <laughs> about this gospel. I said I didn't want to read that line about hating our families in order to follow Jesus. And I especially didn't want to read it on Backpack Blessing Sunday. And Jesus said I needed to get over it. Apparently, the nuance of Aramaic translated into Greek, translated into English over the course of many generations was problematic. But that said, Jesus wasn't taking it back. Because to hate means to pull away from or detach from. And sometimes we do need to lean away from the limits of our human relationships and the lenses through which our very loved ones see us in order to be more fully available to the limitless relationship that is available to us with Christ. Now, we know we need to detach from our possessions, our money, our wealth. We know that we need to do that for a full walk with Christ. But detaching from our loved ones feels counterintuitive, to say the least when we're talking about a God of love. And yet, sometimes we need to see the limits put on us by the very people we love the most. Our brothers and sisters who see us as the children they grew up with may not see our evolution into more complete individuals and may accidentally hold us back from fully following our callings. We lean away from the limits of their perception of us. Our parents may practice a version of faith that does not fit us or feed us and therefore might keep us from finding the version of Christianity that does bring us fully alive. We lean away from the boxes of a too small or limited faith tradition that we may have been raised with to find one that fills us. Our spouses or children might require much of us, and they might keep us from serving the wider world or keep us from finding quiet to be in communion with Christ. We sometimes lean away to find space. Jesus said, sometimes you must detach from those who you are most tightly bound up with. In order to follow me, I will lead you down paths where you can be vehicles of my healing love in the world. And you need to be a bit less hindered for this journey. And so hate is leaning away, leaning away from our loved ones. Not an easy thing to hear. Or maybe it's a relief to hear it. Perhaps it depends on the day, the relationship, the moment. But today we are told to read these difficult words in our gospel, these words of Christ, and to feel both liberated by them and burdened by them. Because the liberation and the burden of following Christ are both real. And this is where Jesus and I got in another fight. Jesus said something along the lines of us having to pick up a cross and follow him in order to be his disciple. He implied that unless we know we can do this from the start, we shouldn't even try 
For what builder will build without being sure that she has all the materials that she needs first? And what king wages a war that might be unwinnable? What person follows Jesus if they don't know that they can do what he requires of them from day one? And I said, Jesus, we don't know what we can do at the beginning We don't know that we can do everything you ask of us. We begin with courage and faith, not certainty. We put one foot in front of the other each day, hoping and praying for the resources to meet the next challenge. We want to be your disciples. But honestly, picking up the cross and being willing to sacrifice our very selves For the mission of God, as much as we believe in that mission, is asking a lot. And besides that, if someone has the courage to walk through the doors of Trinity Church and try out what we are doing here, I don't want to say to them, wait, before you come in here, before you partake of the word and the sacrament with us, we need to know. Are you sure you can do this Christianity thing? Can Jesus count on you to be all in? Do you have what it takes to give your life to the work of this challenging, liberating, boundary-pushing, wall-breaking, offensive incarnate God who tells us to turn away from our loved ones and turn toward the Christ light, turn toward the divine that exists in strangers and hungry people and people who think and act differently and people who vote differently and people who talk differently and people who are not your mother, father, brother, sister, spouse, or child. Do you have what it takes to pick up a cross, heavy and sacrificial, and give your life for the greater good, for the love of God, and for the healing of this creation? Do you have what it takes to prioritize God over all the other things in your busy lives? Do you? Because I know if I ask that question to anyone who's been here for 50 years or to someone visiting us at that door, people will run away. And then we won't have the gift of getting to know them, getting to know each other, the gift of having one another here in community abundantly, because Jesus, you are just asking too much. And then Jesus said, yes, I ask too much and I won't stop. And I crossed my arms and I glared at him. And then I heard beneath the words, yes, I ask too much, and I won't stop. I heard, I am your God, and I know how difficult life can be. And I am all in in your life and in the life of every single person who walks through the doors of Trinity Church All I ask is that you each respond to the best of your ability. And I said, Jesus, we have people here who cannot be all in at church right now. It's hard to choose between Sabbath at home and Sabbath in worship when one only has one free day. 
on a Sunday, and sometimes those Sundays aren't even free. It is hard to fit in all the demands of a busy family life. It is hard for them. And Jesus said, it's okay. I'm all in with those people. And I said, Jesus, we have people who don't identify as Christian or who aren't entirely sure about you. Sometimes you're a bit much, you know. That and the church has blasphemed your name in destructive ways for far too long. And it leaves people wondering if you really are the God of love that you claim to be. Not everyone's sure about you. And Jesus said, it's okay. I am all in with these people, all of them. And I said, Jesus, we have people here who gather every week at your table. They love and support one another week in and week out. And they live in the hope that somehow what we do here in this place can change the world and bring about a new era of love. And Jesus said, yes, I know. I am all in with these people. And I said, Jesus, we don't know when we walk through those doors or when we kneel for confession and promise to do better or when we receive communion at your table. We don't know if we can do and be all that you ask us to do and be. And Jesus said, yes, you do. You know, you are here, each of you, because there is a deep knowing in the deepest part of you. Sometimes it is hard to perceive, but the very core of you, the place where God's image is imprinted, knows, knows your purpose, seeks ways to fulfill it, and knows that you are equipped by the love of God. You are capable of casting wide the healing net of divine love that you hold in your hands along with one another. You can help one another to do what you need to do to step into your biggest, most powerful selves. You can do so here, and you can do so beyond this place. You can take up the cross, take up the revolution of love, and take up the real work of this world. You can be liberated into your fullest expression of God's light. That is why you are here. Take stock. You have what you need. Cut whatever cords of attachment hold you back. You are instruments of God's peace in this world, and your work awaits you. Amen.